0: Previously on, those were the days.
1: All right, Amy, what would you think?
2: So, believe it or not, I hadn't seen it before. Uh, watching,
0: go <laughs> right into the action. We got Dude driving a dune buggy, trying to outrun the Mister Clean Mafia.
2: Believe it or not, we got a new show. There's a lot. I did a lot of talking to the television while I was <laughs> watching.
3: This. He's the worst FBI agent there ever has been For someone to literally just take his pistol from him in the <laughs>
1: So let me pull a knife and. <laughs> Then he pulls the gun. And he's like, no, you're fine. I'm
3: 37, <laughs> and I, I want to fight a 16-year-old kid, and I tell him, it's okay. I am, I'm going to use body armor.
1: <laughs> Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. <laughs>
3: Tonight, our fearless foursome find themselves in a fight for first place in the podcasting ring of fire. The third bout with the insatiable internet has them profoundly pondering the pure power of their podcast. They bring to the audience tonight a tale of wonder and whimsy. It's the Batman episode. Will the first episode of the Adam West and Burt Ward show keep them on their toes, or will they throw in the bat towel and display their disappointment? Stay tuned, you keen-eared listener. Our heroes are about to spin some yarn on this episode of Those Were the Days. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a show that brings to you the the retro TV through nostalgic eyes or whatever glorious tagline Travis wrote. Uh, Tonight we're here with the amazing Amy. Hello. The triumphant Travis of the TV. Hello, Chung. And audacious Audie. Howdy. And myself, Stupendous Steven. That's right. I used all that because, well, quite frankly, it's the Batman episode. And you can't just start a show without some sort of large amounts of alliteration and excitement (laughs) towards what we're about to see. We watched Batman from 1966, the pilot High Diddle Riddle, and it's part two, which I was unaware of until watching this, that it had a part two. And I'm getting into it. I'm like, man, we're really getting... There's a lot of, oh man, oh, there's the end. Okay, this is a 20-minute show. I feel like I've been here for a while, and we still got a lot to cover. Um, Quick synopsis for the episode. In this episode, the Riddler comes up with a nefarious scheme to sue Batman, which would, of course, force him to unmask in civil court. It could ruin him forever, not to mention that Aunt Harriet would find out what he was up to on all those fishing trips uh, that he takes his ward, Dick Grayson, on, which we're going to talk about, because that's just flipping... Interesting, uh, <laughs> what they got going on. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but to kick us off, I really want to hear just some hot takes about your feelings about the show, any uh, memories you might have. And I want to kick it off with Amy uh, because you were the most. Ex- you I said I don't, I don't like superhero stuff, and then I told you Batman, and you said, No, That's no, no, funny. no. This This is great. This is we're the doing one. this. Um, so, where are you at on it?
2: So like I don't I don't remember it as a kid. Which doesn't mean I didn't watch it, but like I, I don't actually remember it. I but my thirties, uh, very clearly defined by watching this show on AMC or whoever it was that was carrying it back when I had cable. And it was on like Sunday morning. So Sunday morning and it was like all morning. So like Sunday morning, cup of <laughs> coffee, pastry, just Batman all day. And so like I had definitely seen this episode before, but I didn't realize that this episode this episode was the first episode fantastic uh i also i uh i follow a uh twitter account which unfortunately seems to be inactive since the end of last year uh but it is called bat labels and all they do is tweet out pictures of various things that are labeled (laughs) in batman episodes it's very good so yeah i i love the hell out of this show (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i really want to get into the label stuff in a little bit uh because that stood out to my wife immediately so there's some early <laughs> feedback she was just like my word this show is an organizer's dream um <laughs> just, everything about it was uh, wonderful but uh let's go to travis what are you, what are your thoughts on uh, on the batman
0: so this, this show takes me back to my childhood because I definitely remember this from my childhood. I watched it all the time. It would run for like two-hour blocks every day. And if I was home from school, I was watching this. If it was summertime, I was watching this. Uh, it didn't matter. In fact, I have a very vivid memory of one of the rare times I had a legitimate fever dream was while watching an episode of Batman with The Mad Hatter. And his hat would flip up, and it had these, like, creepy eyes that would come out. And I had a, I had a high fever that day, and I freaked out. I thought that that dude was coming out of the TV and taking me away. Like, it was awful. To this day, anytime I see that version of the Mad Hatter, like, I immediately remember how I felt in that moment. and. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but I, just I adore. Fear. Yeah. Just, just abject fear, but I adore this show. This, the, this version of Batman might be my favorite version of Batman because it just encompasses fun. And it is exactly what comic books were like at the time this came out. They yeah. were silly. They were zany. They were fun. They had the, the, uh, words on, you know, in the panels, So they put them on the screen when they would hit people. And I just loved that. And yes, it's campy. Yes, it's total cheeseball. And it's meant to be. And it's so much fun because of that. Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. That's it's It definitely it's like a comic book come to life mm-hmm. from that era. And that's something people, I think, maybe when we were younger in the 90s, didn't really respect this Batman that much because we were all in the Frank Miller Batman world. Uh, which we can talk a little bit about the way those things differ, you know, and like it's like Batman's so lame. I like my Dark Knight, you know. Give me that Batman, and uh, you know maybe I want more Adam West, but uh, but we'll get into that too. Adi, what what was your take?
1: Oh gosh, I loved it. I mean, <laughs> like like Travis, I grew up with it. I watched it all the time as a kid. So I don't remember where I watched it, but I just remember watching it all the time. Like we were talking pre-show, I remember episodes with. Mr. Freeze and they had the beam of you know where it was freezing and where it was regular temperature and only Mr. Freeze could survive in the freezing part and regular people would survive in the you know the warm parts and it was you know just stupid lighting effects that they did did that with but it was so much fun like again it's super campy but one thing I love about it is that like we're like you said, in the 90s, I think we were there were people rediscovering it. And as we're getting the Tim Burton movies, that's based on more of the Dark Batman. And people are like, what is this? But I think we've gotten to a point now where more people respect it for what it was and celebrate it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Like, just that thing that recently came out where somebody put this Batman mm-hmm. in a cut of the yep. movie. And at the very end, he dedicated it to Adam West specifically. So I yeah. think there's a love for this show. That um, I think just kind of transcends where it came from. I think also yeah, there's sure. there's
0: a love from the people that made the show. Like Adam West genuinely wanted to yep. play Batman. He was mm-hmm. a fan of the comics growing up, and so he puts there's this earnestness to his portrayal of it. Like you can tell he knows how campy it is, but he's just going for it and he's loving it. And Burt Ward is is having way too much fun as Robin and all of the actors they would bring in as the special guest villain for that particular episode, just hamming it up and chewing scenery left. And like Cesar Romero in the first episode he's in as the Joker, just, I mean, goes to a 12 on a scale of 10. It's amazing. Frank Gorshin, which is in the episode that we watched here, r- defined who the Riddler was. Like he kind of made that character at all important. Because he wasn't important yeah. in the comics prior to this series, so there, there's I there's think, something to that.
2: I think the thing about having these big actors come in to be the villains, they don't have like they don't have anything to prove, like they don't have to worry about their mm-hmm. careers. They can do they can just go. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Frank Gorshin, so good in this.
3: So good. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they started with the Riddler because he's. You know, I mean, he's A-tier now, but I don't really know. Was he A-tier then? I'm not really sure what his stance was. Not But it all. was definitely coming out of the gate. Um, but it's funny you mentioned that Adam West, like, going for the campiness and, and leaning in uh, is something me and my wife were talking about recently because we watched some random video of these, like, Czech dudes with, like, crazy afros doing this ridiculous dance and song on some TV show. And I was like, this would fall apart if they didn't look like they cared that much. (laughs) It looked like they were just (laughs) into it. It's like, you can be as dumb as you want if you lean in hard Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. how ridiculous you are. And you just treat yourself. It's like the dance in Napoleon Dynamite. Like,
4: he's leaning
3: in and you're like, all right, he's cool now. Like, whatever (laughs) was going on with him before, I don't even care. Because that was the coolest performance I've ever seen. And I love that about this show. Like, you're you're talking about with, with Adam West. It's fantastic. Um, for me, the the bat I, I'm like a huge superhero fan. I was a Superman fan, like massive when I was a kid. Like I was three years old running around in pajamas with like the capes on the back mm-hmm. and stuff. That was me. Superman was my guy. Christopher Reeves, Superman, George Reeves, Superman, all the Supermans. But I loved Batman and Robin. The movie, um, where they like dehydrate the un or whatever that
4: whole whole (laughs) everybody remembers the bat shark repellent Uh so
3: hard to get rid of a bomb these days and all that stuff like that's that's my exposure to adam west batman and i never watched the tv show ever like my experience of these characters and these actors who play them is all based on the movie like you were talking about julie newmar who I don't think was in the movie. I think that was somebody else in Eartha Kitt, Like I'm like, wait, that was cat Hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering something different. Um, but it's because they were different actors. Right before we started the show, you mentioned Mr. Freeze. I was like, wait, they did Mr. Freeze? Uh, <laughs> and the Mad Hatter. Now I'm like, what? Wait, hold on a second. I have missed <laughs> a substantial amount of Batman <laughs> lore. Like When I found out Batgirl was in the show, I was like, they
4: had a oh, Batgirl yeah. in the show?
3: Oh, yeah. So... I am now like really into (laughs) going back and finding out all this stuff, you know. Like I want to go back and knowing that it's for free with commercials on Tubi TV. I'm like, yes, please. Um, I'm gonna just turn these on at lunch and watch some flippin' Batman because it was incredible. Um, But let's one thing I did notice. I want to get down to to the the like scenes and stuff we loved about it. But was that they came out of the gate on all cylinders, like. Everything that you were gonna see in the future, you are basically seeing glimpses of now. They're yep. climbing buildings. The Batmobiles in there. They've got like just the 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 you know the campy like we're gonna find out what's going on. Kind of di- dialogues all there. Working with the police is there. There's no origin story here. Nope. No, like no. He
2: he Never. briefly mentions like ah, if there had been crime prevention centers when I was young, maybe my parents wouldn't have died. That's all we need. Yeah. Like, but great, yeah. fantastic. We do not need to see Mrs. Wayne's fake pearls in an alleyway again. <laughs> no, we just don't. No. And they knew this then, mm-hmm.
3: where we'd had like maybe two on-screen versions of Batman at that point, and it was all the comic books. They just trusted the audience. Like people know who Batman is. He's, like, he's what a are boy we doing?
2: And a bat. It's fine. Yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah,
3: he's just a bat in a suit with eyebrows because that's important. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like, oh, the, it, it by the way, just... the the suit in this episode is more purple. Then it mm-hmm. goes in. It becomes a little bit uh less purple in later episodes. Uh, but I noticed that distinctly <laughs> in this. I'm like, that cowl is very purple, but the ears are a different color. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely. So getting into like favorite scenes and we're encompassing if you're if you're listening, you're joining in, you didn't watch the second episode, we're gonna go ahead and encompass both part one and part two of our uh of our show. So were there any scenes to you guys that stood out that you were like, that is some good television? Um, Adi, we'll start with you.
4: Hmm.
1: I, the first thing that I wrote down was we were talking about labeling stuff. When they first opened the bookshelf <laughs> and it says, access to Batcave Bat Cave via Batpoles
4: on the wall.
2: And it has their As names because they can We can't had no remember. idea
1: what was going on.
2: <laughs> they can't remember left and right. This show is the epitome of... Of tell, don't show. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're just yes. going to tell you what everything does. But I love that they mm-hmm.
1: did the trope of, we go down the poles in our regular, normal clothing, and when they come down the poles, they're in full costume, somehow. How I does, just does like, that work? Nice. It
4: doesn't matter. You don't well, question I mean,
0: it. It just does. I mean, the pants <laughs>
1: just have to be sitting there, so it's the shirt part that's going to be the tough part. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but it's, really... It's- it's- I think my favorite thing that encapsulizes this Batman is when they're up on the roof, going to catch the Riddler. They cut the bars off the window, and Robin's about to chuck it. And Batman's like, pedestrian <laughs> safety, Robin. And Robin's like, oh, yeah. And then Batman pulls out a hook specifically for putting on the wall to hold these bars.
4: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh it's brilliant. Because it's he's so got good. It. It's so brilliant. I
3: was laughing so hard at that, I almost cried. <laughs> 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 just like that is just the best. And it came out of a of, of a utility belt container. It a Bat Hook or something. Oh, yeah. right. I can't remember. But it was labeled. Mm-hmm. It was oh. labeled. But <laughs> let's let's pause for a second and think about how many buttons exist in Batman's Batcave. In the car, like you can't remember all that stuff.
2: The best we, like, is the, the one in the in the Batmobile that is the theft deterrent <laughs> button that uh-huh. he changes the label so that it says start button. Yep.
4: Yeah. Oh, yes. man. <sighs> mm. oh I mean, have <laughs> just, you guys ever gets... rented?
3: Have you ever rented an Airbnb and gone in and all the light switches tell you what they do? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. oh my god! Like, how much do you appreciate that, right, <laughs> dude? I've
1: done that in houses I've lived in.
3: Right? Yeah. I mean, consider for a moment that Batman might just be the most conscientious host that you'll ever meet. It's like, hey, could you go in the house? I need you to find my keys. They're in a drawer labeled drawer that holds keys. I need you to open that. And in there, you'll find a small box. It says "house keys." You open that, then <laughs> yep. you can get my keys. Like you wouldn't have to. You'd never have to look for anything. You know nope. exactly where it is at all times. Walk up to the bat nuclear, <laughs> the nuclear reactor, reactor, and mm-hmm. press the off button.
0: Uh, but yeah. I, I, and honestly, I don't think it's Batman that does that. I actually think it's Alfred that labels everything, because <laughs> yeah. because what happened was Alfred. early yeah. on in Batman's career. He pushed the wrong button. He grabbed the wrong thing. And Alfred's like, all right, we're not dealing with this anymore. We're not doing so anything. he wandered around and labeled everything.
3: <laughs> They're good labels, too. It's not like those old, you know, crunchy labels the where crunchy you would labels, squeeze the yeah, thing. But... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are legit. Like, this costs money. This oh, is yeah. billionaire <laughs> oh, level yeah. label making. Millionaire. Know? They didn't he's just a, have he's Brother a He's a
2: millionaire.
3: Oh,
4: millionaire back Excuse then. Excuse
3: me. That, no, no, nobody had that lot. much money. Got sued for a million by the Riddler, mm-hmm. who uh-huh. wanted to make sure he had to unmask in court, and he would have to do it because that's the law. Um, I love lawful good Batman. I uh-huh. love that that's the place oh, yeah. we went. Um, it's just, it's. I don't, I don't know if I want Batman on the fringes anymore. I want Batman talking to the police,
1: working he is the court system
2: properly, yeah. deputized. <laughs> yes, yep. he is a vigilante, not deputized.
1: <laughs> <Dually> deputized. <laughs> So okay, so
3: Travis, what what scene, if any, stands out to you most is the, the kicker?
0: Uh, the probably my favorite scene would be anything that had the Riddler in it, because Frank Gorshin is just I mean, just going for it. And I love how he the first time you see him he's in the green suit with all the uh the question marks all over it mm-hmm. and he's got the the black bowler hat. Like that's that is a amazing look but then he ditches that right away for the this the um like kind of singlet that he would wear. However, if you notice he always has this mask around his neck and that was yeah. that was because Frank Gorshin hated wearing the domino mask. So if he had an opportunity to pull that off his face, he would. So whenever he shows up in the series, as you watch it, pay attention to that, Stephen, because you'll notice he's almost always got that mask just hanging around his neck. But anything that he was in stood out to me. The other one was the very kind of dark turn that the second episode took that just gets completely glossed over, Mm -hmm. um, which is when the the female henchwoman who is uh, disguised as Robin gets into the Batcave. And as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, wow, first... First couple of episodes, and already we have somebody in the Batcave. How is he going to get out of like nobody knowing where this is? Oh, because she's going to fall into the nuclear reactor and die. And <laughs> the open we're just not nuclear we're, reactor. Yeah, and we're just not going to say anything about it after that, other than uh, we're going like, to be lamenting sad that at her the death. End. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like that's it. No, no, yep. no grand thing. No, like I'm. I, there's no noose uh, railings or anything. I mean, that's an ocean nightmare anyway. Back. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: like you have an open nuclear, nuclear reactor, reactor. Going on. yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. that that open. stood yeah. out to me.
3: <laughs> this is clearly before anyone knew how nuclear worked. Because nobody <laughs> cared. Like it's just like I don't know how's he charged the Batmobile because it has that turbine. Not something simple. Like he has a gas pump in the cave. No, we're gonna go okay. ahead and power it with nuclear power. Well done. Like a submarine. People <laughs> know what submarines are. It's fantastic, Amy. How about you?
2: Um. So I. <sighs> There's kind of two. Uh, I, I did not realize that this, the very first episode, was the Bat-2C episode where he gets the mm. drugged the drugged orange juice at the bar yep. and is doing the Bat-2C, mm-hmm. b- which I was like, that's got to be like three seasons in. No? No, it's right now? Okay, fantastic. Because right, that was on my short list of like, like drug episodes of shows, right? I was like, oh no, because he doesn't drink. <laughs> And then they poison him. Uh, the other one has to be the uh, the bat U-turn um, oh my gosh. lever mm-hmm. with the parachutes. Now, this has a special place in my heart because my father, uh, my father's a big drag racing fan. And so as a result, uh, as children and also still now, um, he will say, like, if he's applying the brakes when driving, sometimes he will say, pull the chute. Um, and so that's just, you know, it's a very special place. And like... Definitely, Batman could have pulled just like a regular U turn. But no, we need to deploy. And then, so you to deploy the uh, parachutes and then do the turn. And then we have to hit the parachute release button <laughs> yeah. because we don't want anybody being like, well, now you've got a parachute. Look at all the dread. No, it's gone. We covered that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No loopholes here, people. <laughs> they really
3: focus on the details, you yes. know, on this show they're gonna label everything you're gonna know when to cut a parachute loose (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this was a time before internet feedback you know they had to they didn't they didn't need to worry about an angry
2: letter to the network yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly Be actual handwritten letters or typewritten like Uh by the way (laughs) actually (laughs) there's this parachute issue that you created in episode (laughs) one could you explain that um yeah no that's that's perfect um for me, like, I wanted to pick a scene that was that was comic or a scene that really encapsulates Batman, but I have continued to be haunted by one scene in particular. And it's when uh, they're about to do Robin's wonderful mask, you know, or they've gotten the plaster off his face, which they courteously put in straws in his nose <laughs> so he can breathe. They don't mm-hmm. want to kill him, you know. So he's with Molly, the henchwoman, and the Riddler at one point, he's... He is cackling about having Robin, and then he gets so serious and stern. And he, like, it's like he's going to, like, make out with Molly. Like, they're about to get in their faces real close, and he's just like, go get your stuff on. And it's like this, it was was a transformation to me. I'm like, give Frank Gorshin an Emmy. Because what he just (laughs) did, he he just flipped a switch and became a real sinister villain in uh, uh, like uh, the drop of a hat and it blew my mind cuz I, I was reminded of like superman 2 um it's been going around lately is is basically chris reeve going from clark kent to superman's the best special effect they've ever that's been in movies ever cuz he's just hunched over kind of mi- oh. mild mannered and then he's like upright and you're like that's a different human being <laughs> and that's that's what I felt like Frank Gorshin did. I'm like, he is a scare. he's a goofy character. <laughs> I'm hilarious. And all of a sudden I'm like, dang, this guy's got the, he is screwed up. He's a criminal mastermind.
0: Well, and again, that's, that's where I'm saying earlier, where like the earnestness of what they were doing shows through. Like that, it's campy and it's silly, but then there's a moment like that that happens and it elevates it. It makes it better because you are going to remember that now, just that flip that Frank Gorshin did. And yeah. I absolutely love that. So,
3: Yeah, and I mean, as coming from the movie, it's almost like he's always trying to differentiate himself from the Joker a little bit,
4: because
0: mm-hmm.
3: they're mm-hmm. both... I feel like we needed... It needs a little bit of a separation, like what the Riddler is and what the Joker is, and I don't know that they had that pegged uh, at this point, because they were both oh, very, shoot, like, didn't. giggly, yeah. cackly, whatever. And the Riddler, this was a moment where you could almost see, like, okay, he's a little bit different. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. got a different <laughs> vibe. <laughs> Uh, going on and I I just appreciated that so much that we had a a moment of true villainy uh, in this whole thing Um, but yeah but going going back a little bit uh, to the beginning of the show and this ish this this thing we get ourselves involved in or Batman gets involved in when he, he he tackles the Riddler during a crime that's not a real crime which I couldn't help but take note of the fact that the Riddler um, who I'm guessing is in incognito mode now, even though he's wearing a green suit with yeah. like all the question marks. You know, it's maybe, <laughs> maybe that guy's the Riddler. And then the next time you see him, he's actually in his in his uh, his hideout with his mask on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, you're in your hideout <laughs> with the mask on, but you're out in the world. Just I'm the Riddler, but don't worry, I'm just a guy in a riddle suit. <laughs> <Riddles. Yeah. laughs> but kind of uh, like. but just. Yeah, to talk about the the premise a little bit and where we're going. Uh, how is this this is this the right way to introduce a Batman uh, with the lawsuit, <laughs> the mask coming off? Like, could we have done anything smarter? I don't know. I'm just looking for for commentary on the overall I mean, plot of it. I remember
0: one. a lot. I remember a lot of plots of this where it was trying to unmask Batman. Like that yeah. was the that was the big thing for all these criminals was to to get Batman to take his mask off. I think. Joker was going to do that early on and uh you know cuz nobody knew who he was so that was the big thing was to expose who Batman really is. Um so yeah, I I think it works. And you know, I think they use it for
1: the for Batman and Bruce to be very dramatic about it. Like when they're back at the mansion, Bruce is talking about how much being unmasked and not being Batman anymore it will just destroy him personally. He won't be able to yeah. do what he wants to do, which is, you know, be Batman and solve crimes that way instead of any other way he could with a million dollars. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> but it's just uh, it's one of those things too where again, we talked about it, we're dropped right into the middle of this episode. There's no origin story, it's just this is Batman. Cuz at that point, you either knew Batman or you didn't. Like yeah. You knew who Batman was or you didn't know who Batman was. And if you didn't know who Batman was, well, just come along for the ride because it's a fun
2: Yeah, you'll pick it up. Yeah, (laughs) we'll take you
3: long. (laughs) He's a hero at the time.
0: Also, uh, Adam West was one of the few actors, I think, until Ben Affleck, that's actually the height of Bruce Wayne in the comics.
4: Oh, really? Because
0: Adam West was six foot two. And yeah. You know, most like Michael Keaton's not that tall. Christian Bale's not that tall. Uh, Val Kilmer isn't. Affleck's 6'4", I think. So he was like the next one to be. But that's even more important when you look at Alfred standing next to him and you realize that Alan yeah. Napier was six foot six. Like, yeah. he towers over Adam West. Mm-hmm. Alfred was just this, like, beam pole, uh, wandering around there. And I, I, I don't know why I forgot that completely. So when I was watching, I was like, holy crap, that guy is tall.
2: he's a he's a great Alfred oh he's so Mm -hmm. good oh my gosh so good I like his very subtle like so we in the beginning we see uh Bruce Wayne is having a meeting with the people who are running the foundation and um you know they the so Commissioner Gordon and and uh Officer O'Hara I forget his title Chief O'Hara Chief Chief O'Hara um and it so was... the best part is like so they know it's the Riddler because there's a riddle. Fantastic, mm-hmm. no yep. problem. That's the best thing about the sixty six Batman Rogues Gallery. We we never wonder about who's committing the crime. We're always no. very aware of who th- is committing the crime, and that's fine. Um, and and so <laughs> they ask, you know, hey, you know, who's up for this task? And like they all just look at their feet.
4: <laughs> yeah. like, no you
2: should just call Batman so they call Batman Alfred comes into this meeting that Bruce Wayne is having and says sir sir it's the bat phone and instead of Bruce saying excuse me I forgot I have to take a call I'm, you know I, I'm sorry I need to cut things short something's come up he says I, I forgot I promised to take my young ward fishing yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which well, even but, the
1: fact that Alfred answers the phone, and it's just like, "Hang on, sir, I'll get him." I'll get him. It's like, okay, so Batman automatically has a butler, and we're just yeah. I,
2: I mean, who doesn't? Well, it, <laughs>
1: you
0: know, it's funny because I <laughs> watched a few. I watched a few episodes more of the show, and Alfred is the only one that ever answers the bat yeah. phone. Ever.
2: Bruce is
4: busy.
0: He is. And it's just always, he just picks it up and immediately just says, I'll go get him, sir. And sets the phone down and walks away. And you have to wonder, because there was an episode later on where Commissioner Gordon is in Wayne Manor. You have to wonder that he's got to be like, you sound an awful lot like the guy that answers for Batman.
2: (laughs) Are you telling me there's no bat voice alterator in the phone? (laughs) Because... I there mean, they'd go. probably be labeled if there was, but... Right, it would
0: be labeled. <laughs> There'd be a switch on the phone, and it would say, like, Bat Voice Changer. Yeah. Voice, yep.
1: voice that's change. if he changed his voice at all anyways, so...
0: Yeah, which yeah. Adam that's West
1: right,
3: did yeah. do. No. No, and he shouldn't. The costume does enough. No one will exactly. ever guess. No one would ever I mean, Billy, realize that's him. Millionaire philanthropist playboy fellow masquerading around as a Batman? No, that's <laughs> completely uh-huh. preposterous. By the way, I, I, I,
0: had for, I had forgotten that Chief O'Hara was a character in this too. And oh yeah, so did I. I don't remember if yeah. Chief O'Hara came from the comics, although I assume that he did. But I know that given it was the 1960s and there was a police officer in the show, they're contractually obligated for him to be it's Irish. Be. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. It uh-huh. is written into the law of making officer television. patio furniture. Yep. At your <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Patio furniture. That's good. I like that. I was really waiting for them when, when he said uh, there was one point um, later in the show where they were connecting phone lines or put put somebody on the phone. I can't remember if it was a mobile phone, bat phone situation. But I was waiting for them to just put two telephones together, together. Like, opposite so each was other. I. Yeah. <laughs> I. was like, like they're going to do the thing that you used to do when you wanted two phones to talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Flip them over. Like, no, Have they your had conversation. a girl do it. I know. I was like, dang, Nabbit. This was such a good opportunity to show classic 60s technology. <laughs> Boom. There were quite a few gadgets that did show up in, in this show. Not, I mean, you've got the Batmobile, which is a ga- gadget in and of itself with its turbines. You have the, the mobile Bat computer that was basically a uh, a punch card computer machine. That was that talking
2: just, to the bat computer in the bat cave via yeah. radio satellite.
3: The automatic yep. radio link. Automatic the automatic radio, radio link. link. Is that a thing? Like, oh. it, it, could someone in the chat find out if that's a thing that existed beep, in beep, the 60s? Beep, that would even make sense? I mean, we've got a nuclear reactor in there. Surely he could figure out how right, to... They had, they had atomic batteries in the Batmobile,
0: right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, atomic, yeah. atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed
1: turbines to speed tell me you're bat- not gonna. wi-fi they didn't have that term yet yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah the bat- who knew the batmobile was like an ev had the batteries in it and everything yep. you know with the turbine
2: i like um, how uh clearly the subway system in gotham city runs a hundred percent of the time on time because all mm-hmm. they had to do was like give me a schedule and i'll tell you where mm-hmm, they are
0: yes <laughs>
3: I will say, anytime someone from overseas comes over here for a work thing, they're always like, "Your public transit, it just needs so much." To help. Do that like, yeah, they're yeah. like, "Can you get places around here?" No, but I go over there. I'm like riding a train, like four hours away, and they are they are top uh-huh. notch. Mm-hmm. They mean business. They're on schedule, and they bring a cart with snacks. Just wonderful experience. <laughs> Everyone should do that. But I digress. Um, So the thing about the mobile back computer that cracked me up the most, that just gave me so much joy, was that they're standing at this trunk talking about it, and it's doing this like sideways, lateral, you know, card reading, whatever it's doing. It then they zoom in on it; it stopped. They put the card in. They go back to the previous scene. It's running them out yeah. just like crazy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's a continuity problem here because the way it cuts is just like I'm in. I'm watching, I'm stopped, I'm out, I'm going, I'm in, I'm there, you know, it was just, I love the aspect of this show that's very much a, it's obviously a budgeted show, it's got money, Mm -hmm. but the way that they made things work and just went with things that happened, like, I mean, you know they made capes that stuck out 90 degrees off the back of these guys when they're climbing, and turn the camera Mm -hmm. sideways, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. What what Travis's shirt has on it, and I'm sitting there thinking the only way they could make those capes fall is if they had wires in them that look that were okay. actually like yep. jutted out. Mm-hmm. That's guerrilla TV making, y'all. Like that's what you do with <laughs> a kid. And you're like, I'm going to shoot a movie, and you make yeah. up
1: junk like yeah. this. And it was funny when it, uh, people would pop out the window, and you're like, okay, so technically they're looking out the window. <laughs> <until we laughs> <get there. laughs>
4: Yeah.
0: And those got better like, too as the series went on because they'd start getting mm-hmm. like celebrity cameos. you mm-hmm. You'd have like celebrities <laughs> popping out of the window being like, "Hey Batman." You no, know, and it was always citizen.
2: Citizen. <laughs>
4: the way it's just Batman real impressive. Uh,
0: the the way Batman talks in this series is so good. Uh, oh, just yeah. calling everybody old chum. I love Batman old and chum. Robin. Mm-hmm. I love how Batman and Robin after they do something good will just have like a hearty handshake. Mm -hmm. and then go on with their day like (laughs) or
2: when they're right before they get to where batman tackles robin they've just received uh they've received another riddle Mm -hmm. um that is the clue to what's actually going on a lot of these riddle answers are a bit of a stretch Mm -hmm. but uh they're about to climb the building right and and robin's like oh gee i just can't figure out this riddle and Batman's like, well, if you weren't still thinking about that girl that winked at you while we were coming across town.
4: <laughs> yep. Or my There's, favorite that was, was that
2: later
1: on moment. when they drove to the club and Batman's about to get out of the car and Robin's like, I'm going to go in too. And they're like, no, this is not a club for those underage. And Robin's like, why not? And Batman's like, it's the law. It's the <laughs> law. Here. Yep.
0: And he makes him wait and in the car. Ro-
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Robin
3: immediately drives the car to the parking spot. So we mm. know he's older than sixteen, but yep. probably younger than eighteen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um it's hard to gauge because Bert Ward is definitely twenty something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the the whole like, he's my young Ward. I'm like, dude, that guy oh, he's, he's not fine. that young. He's you know, I know you he, he's he has an IRA, 12. he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, so yeah, so this is just uh, we're off to a, a roaring start right there at the beginning at the at the club. The uh, it was a go go club because that was a thing. Um, mm. Oh, I know what I was going to ask the riddles. We, we brought up the riddles a few different times. Were y'all able to figure out any of them before Batman did? Like, did you know any of the answers? No, because, because they I was, were not.
2: They're not. I don't think riddles. I was
4: trying to.
1: Because <laughs> no. before, no. as soon as oh, they you read were just them just out, experiencing it, it was just like yeah. oh, just like that's, like that's how you do
4: hmm, it.
2: That's, that's a good
1: it, point. and the number of times yeah, the, Robin answers because he's it, the, the world's greatest
2: detective.
1: Yeah, there you
3: go, yeah. there you go. Which is something if you haven't seen the Batman yet, it's it definitely throws back to him actually being a detective and knowing things and figuring <laughs> things out, which <laughs> mm-hmm. is important. He doesn't just punch people and throw batarangs. There's more to it than that, and that's what makes him such a cool character. Um, but there's one riddle in particular that even after hearing the answer to it, I I really have no idea what they're talking about. And uh, that one was what's the what what do uh, an orange and a bell have in common? And it was that they were both peeled, yeah, or something. And yeah. I can't figure out how you peel a bell. Does anybody? Because that's know? what a bell,
2: yeah, like like it, it can toll or it can peel. It's the same. Oh, it's like a. But it was the jumping to the peel art gallery. That I went, mm. all right, let's reel it back a little bit there, Batman. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is a job. <laughs> I mean, it's,
1: it's one of those words that stumps you on Wordle, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. definitely a crossword yeah.
2: word. Yeah.
3: Okay. I had no idea. I'd never heard of a bell being peeled before. Yeah. Um, so that was new to me. Thank you for uh, Today I learned. Here on <laughs> those were the days. Maybe you learned something as well, friends. Uh, but, yeah, so we haven't even gotten yet to... Okay, Batman, drunk on orange juice. We figured that out. Yep. Uh, yep. That was that was a lot of fun because he's just, hey, ladies, you know that was a very James Bond letting his guard down <laughs> kind of moment,
1: really. I just love the fact, fact that he ordered orange food. juice of all things, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, like milk. I've heard milk thrown out there before when yep. you're a, a straight laced human at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> just got any milk, water, orange juice.
2: I like I guess that. This a good thing. like so the, this whole plot, right? Like the only thing that Riddler wants is to just ruin Batman, and like this is part of it, right? Is it's like Batman seen drunk at club, and then he gets in the car, and he is not oh, okay, yeah. and they have to come <laughs> take his keys.
4: Yep.
0: I gotta
2: mm. save Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, give us your
3: keys. Drunk Batman was pretty good. Drunk Batman. Was pretty he's good. he's doing a really good job ruining him up to this point, like yeah. you said. Uh, he's he's basically tearing apart his reputation. One thing I did love I, I'd forgotten about this when they, they he did tackle the the Joe, the Riddler for the first time uh, after the whole gate hook bat hook thing and they <laughs> tackle him and the photographers come in the photographer the ph- photograph that shows up on the news that night is from the angle we saw it from <laughs> yep. not from the angle <laughs> the photographers took the picture from. And this happened multiple times uh-huh. throughout the show, where it's like we're not really going to care
1: where the cameras are. Well, we're I mean, when he goes go into the go-go go club, we have. when he goes into the go-go club, and Rom's like, "I'll just watch it." What yeah. camera is he watching? <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah, we're
2: tapping the, into the security
1: cameras. The very go-go high quality. club
2: had an amazing name, and now I can't remember what it was. Oh, oh I, no. it,
3: it did del- have a play on go go. Yes. It uh, did. which was there's we played on go go a couple times. You know, when Molly falls into the nuclear reactor, what a way to go go.
4: What well, oh, Batman,
3: man. Come, on. come on. You're just lamenting the fact she fell into your nuclear reactor and you throw a joke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's
2: not good. That's, that's uh, bad.
0: That's bad, Batman. Bad, bad. It's just,
3: that's a bad move. So yeah, so they're on their trail, trying to take out Batman by various means. They kidnap Robin, the Boy Wonder himself, down in the the, the basement of this uh, this club, or I guess the subway station at this point. <laughs> um, they've got him laid up, and now we're finally learning like what they're up to. Oh, oh, they're going to make a mask out of Robin's face, and I'm sitting there going, "No, that's not going to be quality enough." But I am mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> oh,
2: oh
0: boy
3: yeah you hold on to that for a second yeah well, and, i mean and, they and...
2: obviously have money as we learned from the first time that we see the hench people down in the place and there is the like foot tall jar of caviar <laughs> <Yes.
4: laughs> in the cases just... of
2: champagne
0: yep and, yeah, we know it's caviar because it's labeled
2: yeah but she can't <laughs> eat it because she might get fat and she then, might what, get fat? then what good is she gonna be uh,
4: what horrible. a horrible
3: <laughs> boy we've grown a lot these these years but i mean they're villains right yeah, so they can exactly. be jerks mm-hmm. they're allowed to be jerks villains should have a pass to be jerks in a show and us not yep. hold it against them you yep. know that's how they operate
4: mm-hmm. that's uh, true.
3: so yeah is it wrong yes is it in character probably yep.
4: mm-hmm.
3: um but yeah we have a giant foot tall caviar jar i didn't even know they came in <laughs> like massive jars and who's eating like By the spoonful, like peanut butter. It's
4: just not. (laughs) It's
3: not okay. (laughs) I was. I figured they probably stole that from somebody, but you know, seems like a good heist. They could have bought it. You know, what what I do love is that this mask. uh, Getting back to that, I'm convinced. Like, oh, it's going to be a rubber mask, but no, they have some incredible quality in that it looks just like. Burt Ward when she mm-hmm. puts the mask on mm-hmm. in what is one of the greatest cuts I've ever seen. So good. From mas- <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to partially put on this definitely not a real mask mask. And then the- cut the scene and then boom, that's Burt Ward standing there, but in a very different posture. Yes. Burt Ward is working it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> selling that. He, run- he is runway ready, baby. Mm-hmm. He's got the walk down. I fell on the floor. That was I like they could
2: replicate his outfit. They could replicate (laughs) his face, but his utility belt—that is—we gotta take that. That we cannot.
0: So that was the that was the other major trope of this series, right? Was everyone was trying to unmask Batman, and his utility belt was just like that was the everyone's kryptonite. And there were I remember there were like there's an episode where Joker makes his own utility belt. But it's not quite as good. Like, it's a fake version of the utility belt. And he has to swap his with Batman's at some point. So, like, those utility belts were, I'll tell you what, that's some craftsmanship that you just can't replicate no matter no matter how good.
1: Where does he get no, those wonderful where... toys? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's where those millions of dollars went. They mostly yep. went into R&D for that utility belt. I mean, it Absolutely. fits everything he needs mm-hmm. when he needs it. It's mm-hmm. perfect. It did have the homing device on it. That's probably the reason they needed yeah. Robins still developed because it had the bat, not just the homing device, but I think the, the bat, bat homing, homing device. device. Yeah, it's all everything, bat everything, just mm-hmm. in case you know he were to get the regular homing device confused with this bat homing device. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know how he would because they're probably labeled, labeled wherever they are. Yep, they have a label on them. I you know, want to for... live my life like they do. Like I mean, <laughs> just I'm so monitor one, because... monitor two, speaker A, speaker B. By the, the... way, the the spray they knocked him mm-hmm. out with. Also labeled A, A and, B. and B. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One to knock him out. One to wake him up. Psh,
2: psh. I think the best I can hope for is like the uh, the villain headquarters full of cardboard boxes.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, because every <laughs> villain headquarters in this show is full of cardboard boxes.
2: Because
0: there's got to be something that you knock the henchman into mm-hmm. that they can mm-hmm. fall yeah.
2: over. It's
3: action packed. That's how you mm-hmm. make. That's how you make action. You throw them into something. Yep. It's got to be something that will break the stunt man. Uh, We did have a question come in in the chat that I think is is interesting. Do we think the various villains, henchmen, were unionized? And how does one find a henching gig?
2: So there is an amazing book, unrelated to well like, tangentially. Like, I had this ready because the henchmen in this show are so good. And, like, there's no way this book isn't at least a slight nod. Uh, There's a book called Hench by Natalie Zena Walshots. And it is so good. And it is exactly, like, it is... It's where, where do henchmen come from? And mm-hmm. it is that book, mm-hmm. and it is so good. And, I agree.
3: And... I have that book. I bought it because the Barnes & Noble bookshelf said, buy this. And I said, <laughs> it, okay. It's very
2: good. It's
0: and, very good. And the henchmen in this series are the epitome of henchmen because they are all themed to whatever villain they're working with and at labeled. the time. Mm-hmm. And labeled. <laughs> they will wear shirts with their names on it. And their names will always be like, if it's the penguin, every henchman has a bird name. Uh-huh. If it's Mr. Freeze, every henchman has some cold name, like Chill or Nippy or something like that. <laughs> like, they're just ridiculous. <laughs> Catwoman's henchmen all had cat, uh, cat puns names. or cat yeah, names. Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, I love that. And I love the fact that they've they very clearly labeled themselves as henchmen. Yeah.
2: So, mm-hmm. Because, again, just, it's the villains are not, like, Batman is the only one who is trying to hide. The villains do not care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope,
4: not at <laughs> all. Like, they're just
3: out there. They're they're basically just trying to drag him to their level. Like yeah. just Pretty be legit. out there. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Quit hiding in the <laughs> shadows or not really even in the shadows. He just kinda of wanders around in broad daylight Day. all the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like this is fine. I did find myself a little disconnected from it a few times and just imagined like what if a man just dressed like that and went places? <laughs> like maybe, maybe like twenty years ago it looked weird, but now today we'd just be like, Hey, what are you you going to a thing? Mm-hmm. Like what's yeah, your you deal? Think? You got a
1: you got a party or something? Well, I mean, that was the whole thing about (laughs) Greatest American Hero last week. Like, he thought he was going to be put in a loony bin walking around in Uh that suit. Batman and Robin are just like, hey, everybody. And everybody's like, hey. Hey, Batman. What's going on?
0: Batman's like the most (laughs) popular guy in town. Everybody loves (laughs) Batman. (laughs) Hey,
1: Batman.
0: There's an episode later on where Batman and Robin are there for the christening of a new cruise ship. (laughs) And (laughs) even the commissioner's like, I don't know why why Bruce Wayne can't make it for this but if we don't do it now we're going to be late and Batman you just see Batman standing there and he's just kind of got the look like "Uh uh-huh yeah uh, sure let's just do this thing so I can leave
3: I don't mean to take us too far off the beaten path here but you bring up you bring up this aspect of Batman and Robin just being out in the public and having all this stuff and I cannot help but imagine the Joel Schumacher Batman movies of the 90s of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin Mm -hmm. and what mistake did they make? Cuz if you take if you take Batman 66 and you just take apart the pieces of it, you you can put a lot of those pieces in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. You find a lot of that DNA sprinkled oh. in those two yeah. movies. Just that is exactly.
0: That is exactly what they were going for and it came off of the heels of Batman Returns. So Batman Returns Is that Returns, why we yeah. hate it? Well, <laughs> yeah. so Batman Returns was even darker and with the way that like the penguin was portrayed and all of that. And it upset parents. It upset, uh, like the watch groups, um, oh, my and, mom hated and it. sponsors, right. McDonald's famously was upset with that and all, all, all sorts of stuff like this. So Fox was like, all right, we can't go in that direction anymore. And so when they brought in Schumacher, they wanted it more kid friendly. And so he leaned into basically trying to do that style and he wanted it to be campier and the problem was we didn't want that as audiences in the 90s we just did yeah. everything like you mentioned The Dark Knight and kind of Frank Miller and then Batman 89 and that's what the audiences wanted quote unquote now I've gone back and watched Batman forever in the last couple of years it's not great but it has some redeeming qualities to it Batman and Robin just like, it went too far and I don't think I know. There's people that like it, but I didn't want that out of that particular because it's trying to be tied into the same world, right? So you have the mm-hmm, same yeah. the same Alfred, but now this Alfred has gone from Jack Nicholson's Joker to Arnold Schwarzenegger making cold puns with every every word that I comes out of his mouth. What killed the
3: dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. The Ice
0: Age. <laughs> and well, I think probably- that was that was part of it. Is that it was so incongruous to what we had in that world so to speak before that just didn't work
1: and i think part of the problem is that they wanted it both ways they wanted to keep batman dark but then they wanted this more kid-friendly version but he's still got to be dark but he's got to be kid-friendly and i think it's just (laughs) stretched it too much of trying to do everything all at once Rather than just saying let's just go full camp and make it for the kids like we should, and it's like we we gotta we gotta keep it like it was before. So I, you know I, Joel Schumacher tried, and everybody blames him so much. He's like I'm trying to make it look like a comic book, and part of the problem is we have moved past those comic books. Yeah. At that time, like the comic books coming out of Batman at that point were not the super colorful cheesy ones that inspired Batman 66.
0: No. And even but that's even all the, he
1: really knew and was using.
0: Yeah. But even like the animated series was in the nineties and it was, it, it kind of towed the line of being dark and kid friendly, but it didn't try, like it didn't go too far in either direction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it worked better, but they were able to, they were able to tow that line and do that. And for some reason, just the Schumacher movies couldn't pull that off. Now I think a big part of it is just that it was a live action Version of something that didn't exist at the time, and nobody really was was feeling like watching. There's there's a certain there's also there was a missing earnestness from it. Yep. Whether it's Val mm-hmm. Kilmer right. or George Clooney, the, who are both fine actors, but they never they never felt like they really cared about playing Batman or Bruce Wayne. Like right. George Clooney's kind of sleepwalking through that role. Val Kilmer the, never never fully embraces it. Um, and so. Like that's missing. That's the part that's missing. While you've got Arnold going full bore for it, and Uma Thurman mm-hmm. just yep. like chewing the scenery. Up, oh yeah. You're still you're missing something there. Like mm-hmm. the villains were going yeah. for it, but without the earnestness of your Batman, your Robin, and poor Michael Gough and his Alfred, who by that third movie is just like oh, just put him out of his misery. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's that's what's missing from it. So and and then everything around it. I just felt like didn't quite capture what they wanted, so you know
3: trying to wear two hats and mm-hmm. they were, they were unable yeah, to accomplish sure. you could it's and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier about leaning in like you if you're gonna do it, do it don't yeah don't try to don't try to satisfy two different audiences, just go for the one you want and go hard, and you'll get them and then some because you're mm-hmm. just you know and I think that's what a lot of modern comic book movies has taught us is just treat the source material with respect and go for what you want. And everybody's like, well, holy cow. That's like a straight-up panel from a comic I've read. I'm into that, you know. And, and then you end up, it has a halo effect of, look at all these passionate people. What are they in on? saw so the people standing in line at an Apple store for a new iPhone, and people just go, what are they waiting on? I'll stand here, too. Like, yep. that social yeah. experiment. <laughs> yeah. It happens.
0: Well, and, and we saw, like, with the Batman animated series that would come out, there was the, the Batman, the animated series in the 90s. There's been several since then. What we found was that some of them tried to go dark and gritty in the animated series, and it, some of it worked. But then like, then, somebody's like, let's make Batman the Brave and the Bold. And it's basically an animated version of Batman 66. And it's mm-hmm. brilliant. If you haven't yeah. watched that, watch it. It is so much fun. Diedrich Bader's Batman mm-hmm. is great. It's got the, the greatest, the single best version of Aquaman ever put to screen. <laughs> is in Batman the Brave and the Bold, and uh, it's just, it's so good, but that was, again, they wanted, they leaned into that, and they went for that style, and that's, again, what makes Batman 66 so great, is that they just, they had no pretense to it. Comic books were colorful, silly, and fun at the time. I mean, this is an era of Batman comics where he's taking on, uh, I think there was like the Rainbow Warrior Came over at some point. I know Calendar Man and maybe nice. it was Polka Dot Man. Yeah, uh, the Condiment King was somebody that he fought. Kite Man, so good. Yeah, there was there was a comic, and I don't remember what the storyline was, but Batman had to wear various different colored suits. So he had like oh, a yeah. lime green and pink and yellow bat suits, and he had to wear all of those. Something to do with color in in the villain. Uh, I don't remember it. If it was, I want to say it was like Rainbow Man or something, but you know, you had, these were the, this was the era of like the silly villains that they had. And even the Joker at the time was really silly and, yeah. uh, and the Riddler was not as popular, but he was very silly. And, and so the show just embraced that and it made it, it, it's fun. And we did get, uh, we did get one bit of feedback on Twitter and I have to read this cause it's great. It's from Phil Rude and he says, the show is evergreen. I loved it as a legit superhero show when I was a kid. I loved it for the campiness as I got older. I love it for Julie Newmar always and forever. So mm-hmm. he's kind of mm-hmm. nailed it right there, like that. Mm-hmm. That it was. It was your, if you're a kid, it's a fun, adventurous show. When you get older, you start to appreciate that campiness and Julie Newmar or Eartha Kitt, either one you want to go with. Catwoman, uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. But like all of that it's just it's what made this show so great is is all of those those people involved in this the cra the zaniness of everything having zot and bang and whatever other random kapow yeah that they kapow, would yeah. they would put on screen and ugh, i just love it i love all of it <laughs> it
3: it really did and like even though throughout this episode i kept losing the the plot line i i'm not <laughs> good at keeping up Like, if I watch a James Bond movie, I'm mostly just watching really great action scenes and people thinking. And then I'm like, I have no idea why we're at this place (laughs) or why we're fighting. But it looks great. And I kind of found myself there with this. I was like, I don't remember what the Riddler's up to anymore. But now I know it has something to do with Moldovian ancient stamps. (laughs) Um, And I'm like,
2: okay. we. Don't worry about it. Sooner or later, something will be labeled, and you'll pick it back up. It'll be
0: yeah, like, that's yeah. the thing. Is you don't have to worry about what the plot is, because they're eventually going to just spell it completely out for you.
3: Yeah, got back around to it. You know, it's about M- Moldovian stamps. Because this all started with the Moldovian uh, cake explosion, explosion or something. Right? With the, a, the cake topper of Uncle Sam. A yeah, and the on, riddle. On a
2: parachute. Mm-hmm. And the police yeah. are like, aha, the riddle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then we, we've got it. We're off to the races. But when the, the climax comes, and of course, the only way to do this is laughing gas, which if you didn't know that nitrous oxide was laughing gas, that's labeled uh, laughing gas yep. on the tanks.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and and uh, I mean, I'm impressed air, with the Every Riddlers. air
2: vent is labeled as an yes. air vent. Mm-hmm.
3: It's mm-hmm. an air vent just in case you weren't sure. You know, it's important. So it's not, clearly not Alfred. This is just how Gotham that's operates. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is like their culture. This is the yeah. model yeah. city. You know? Yeah, they they
4: they
3: raise their kids to put labels on things. And this then is how we moved do. into
2: the live laugh love era, era that we're in now. <laughs> <laughs> As it started, we're just labeling everything.
3: It's <laughs> like I love a live laugh love, but there's a, there's diminishing returns <laughs> once you have enough of them. Yeah. You're like, okay, let's find something else to hang on the wall. I did think it was um, funny like that
1: what? nobody started laughing until a joke was told. Like the gas yeah. didn't kick in until they actually. We're triggered to laugh. We need
3: something to laugh at. That's how it works, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's... It is to laugh at you.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's, again, just like having Irish police officers. That's a rule. If laughing gas is involved, (laughs) someone Mm -hmm. has to tell a bad joke to get a chuckle, and that is the match that lights the fire. And then everyone And then
3: everybody collapses on the floor, (laughs) because that also happens. You just completely lose it, and you fall over. Uh, So then, then of course, we have the explosion from underground, which creates uh, a perfect square... Uh, in mm-hmm. this, which I thought was phenomenal. It's really good. Uh, work pyrotechnics work there. Yeah, uh, that know the Riddler their can send. I mean, I'm telling <laughs> you, perfect square through the wooden floor. Like, couldn't they have just taken a chainsaw, and like, and been a smaller hole? Mm-hmm. But whatever. We're talking about maximum damage, on everybody to know that we're here. Yep. And then the the Trojan horse of what was it? A woolly mammoth? mammoth. That best, yeah. Batman? Yeah, yeah, pop out of, and they're like, ha with their oxygen masks on, which say oxygen, oxygen. on them. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to get it confused, yet again, <laughs> if yeah. <they're> labeled. <laughs> I'm They've surprised they say Batman's oxygen. Right. Have,
2: yeah, <laughs> bat oxygen.
3: <laughs> so, then we have, of course, the first appearance of pow, bam, Wizap boom, all over this fight. Which really just looks like some middle-aged men just making it up as they were going along. Like, I don't know how much choreography was going in here. Uh, no, it's like, you swing a punch. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely taken Please from the, the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> like, whisper, I'm going to throw you into the crate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it's it's but like but the yeah, worst
0: I... hand-to-hand combat you'll ever see. Because it's just punch, yeah, punch, punch, good. grab, punch. like <laughs> Nobody knows how to throw a Boxes. kick. Nobody has to do like a judo throw. It's just. That's what
1: no. pow and kapow and blam are for. Yeah. To cover up those yep. not hits.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My favorite move was Robin getting on the little cart. And like scooting over it. And then jumping off. Yes. Like, land on somebody. I'm like wait a minute. Oh. that was That's like off the top rope. That's super fly snooka Just you know <laughs> doing it. Mm. Uh, they had it's it got to be okay.
2: One. So that if children do do it. They won't die. Yes. Like it's fine. Yeah. You'll mm-hmm. be fine. There's a lot of couch cushions oh, yeah. involved in all of this choreography. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes,
3: and one of the one of the last things that 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 I really got a kick out of, I think towards towards the end of this, was when Riddler and Batman jumped down into the hole the cartoon whoop
4: <laughs> sound that it makes oh, when yeah. they go down into the ground
3: <laughs> like that is just i almost i almost decided to cap it on my, my system just <laughs> so i had it forever <laughs> cuz it really it really decided, like it sets the tone like i know it's it's been established at this point but like you just realize you are watching a cartoon 100% yeah. come yeah. to life on your screen and i think i it's clear that we all have a great love for this. This is the first time I've watched the show, and I'm I'm just sold forever. Like I will do everything I can to show this to Sam as often as possible until he loves it. Yes, like we're gonna go full <laughs> clockwork <laughs> orange on this. I'm just gonna be like, hold your eyes open. <laughs> we're watching this show. No, you
4: can't do anything. Just else. remind
0: him. Time. Remind him when the penguin is on screen. Smoking is bad because Burgess Meredith smokes constantly as yeah. the penguin.
4: Yeah, Which is something yeah, that yeah, I
0: forgot about. Like, I knew he had the oh, cigarette yeah. holder, but I forgot that it was lit all the mm. time. All of the time. And there's just smoke coming off of it.
3: Everyone smoked in the 60s. Mm-hmm. I tell it's them true. that all the time. Like, there was a time everybody did fine. You know, nobody smokes anymore. Nobody. There are yeah. people that smoke, but they should stop. Because uh, it's bad for you. That's our anti-drug message. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, coming towards the the top of the top of the hour, are there any last-minute uh, thoughts or stuff that any y'all want to want to chat about that I mean, made this show wonderful?
0: I want to talk about the fact that so we've touched on some of the villains that they had, but they didn't just pull villains from the comics. They gave us some very interesting villains, like Egghead, played by Vincent Egghead. Price. And mm. King Tut oh. is a villain in this. Um, and, like, I just loved, I loved all the different versions of the villains. I, and when you see Cesar Romero as the Joker, you will, mm-hmm. especially in these high-definition transfers that are yep. on the like, Tubi, you will see his mustache. Because yep. he refused oh, yeah. he to shave, shave it, it and just put makeup put over, it it. over it. Um <laughs> So. And it's great. Like you had the three different Catwomans because you had Julie Newmar and then in the movie they had Lee Merriweather because if I remember right, Julie Newmar couldn't do the movie, but then yeah. didn't so want to come back. She had some sort
1: of the... back problem at the time.
0: Yeah. And so then didn't want to come back for the series. So that's when they brought in Eartha Kitt. So it's mm-hmm. like... And th- what I love too is all the different versions of these characters, the, the different actors that would play them, they never mention a thing. Like no. there's no, a couple episodes where no. where John Aston from the Adams family, Gomez Adams, plays the Riddler, because Frank yep. Gorshin, like, mm-hmm. I think he was in a contract dispute or something. It's just that's who the Riddler is for that week. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, you have he's like a the good old to you. oh yeah, he's, I he's forgot very about
4: good.
0: that. Uh, you have like the old version of Mister Freeze back before he was given the tragic backstory. He's just a guy who lives in cold and steals diamonds. That's mm-hmm. it. That's his whole, that's <laughs> the entirety of the character. It's but they used mean. him like three different times. So it's just, ugh, there's so much, so, so many great, silly episodes of it. And I loved, and I had forgotten, this show was run like, I don't know if it was weekends or if it was just back-to-back days during the week, but it was two episodes a week. Yeah. So they would play an episode oh, no. and the following night they would have the conclusion. So all of them are two story arcs.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And that's why they always had the same bat time, same bat same channel, bat channel. Uh, would come up because they would tell you at the end they would, and then the next night they would recap the first episode for for everybody and show the next one. So I, I really liked that too. Just just it it's just great, and the music is fun, silly.
3: The it's intro great. sequence, like I mean, we didn't even mm-hmm. touch on the animation and the intro sequence, was just fantastic. Like it ripped from the comic book again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it feels like a serious, uh, you're about to watch something fun, but it's got, I mean, they cared. Mm -hmm. Um, it's -hmm. seen in every, every frame of the show, even the ones that are still frames for longer than they need to be, just so they can (laughs) add a special effect, Uh, which cracked me up. Um, the, the, the C4 or the laser, whatever Mm -hmm. he was using to light that bomb and they just freeze framed him and drew a line to it for like about four, two or three seconds. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. This is how you do special effects mm-hmm. on a budget yep. in the '60s. I got it. Um, I I walked out of this. There's a lot of there's a lot of cinematography that you can appreciate too with the weird angles and stuff oh, that they this, did. And I this remember show that for the
0: movies. Loved Dutch angles. Mm-hmm. It, yeah,
3: it's just everything it, it's is so tilted. cool. It gave... It gives it a distinct look that's unique to it. You know, Mm -hmm. the only place place you see those angles in any other show is like if somebody's on an LSD trip, like in the (laughs) sixties, like, and then they're just like, and they're making you nauseous. Like this is just just how the show was.
0: Was an LSD. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: exactly. But there's a lot to it that makes you walk out into the world. I think if you're a kid, you know, or teenager, and you're watching this, it's like, holy crap, I could make stuff like this. I think that's what's Fun about it. These costumes are not elaborate.
4: No. You
3: know, you could you could find slash make something that looks like that. And make your own darn superhero show if you want to.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um and I, I see stuff like this and, and there's movies that I've watched before where I, I I'm just like, that's doable. Like yep. on a budget for fun. Like you could make your own thing for YouTube if you really cared enough. um yeah, the wall it's,
2: you could yeah. easy. No problem. Easy
3: peasy. Yeah, turn the camera sideways. It's Not mm-hmm. that hard. Like, mm-hmm. get some people to make sure the rope doesn't just like fall behind you. Like, yep. you pull on it yep. so it looks yep. like it's actually. I uh, so many little
0: tricks. Probably did that a few times when I was a kid.
3: I'm sure. I also love yeah. silly
0: silly things like the fact that Batman and Robin will refer to each other as Batman and Robin all the time when they're in costume, but it's Bruce and Dick when they're out of costume. They never mess yep. that up. And they never are in the bat cave without being in full costume with the collar yeah. on and the mask on. Mm-hmm. Always. Well, they, that's how case. they get there.
3: The poles put them on for them, so they can't <laughs> be in there. And then there's no Alfred, mechanism. Right, but
0: then Alfred will come walking in, and he will only refer to them as, I believe, he only refers to them as Batman and Robin while they're in the cave. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that distinction
2: that's is always
0: point. made, and it's perfect.
3: Alfred doesn't have a pole. As nope, you saw, because no. his name wasn't on He takes on the
2: stairs like a person.
3: Yes. Yeah. He has to go down the stairs, and there's no magic suit changing machine for him, <laughs> uh, so he just have to deal with it. But uh, anyway, I could I could talk about the show forever. Uh-huh. Like I, we, it was just so much fun. Um, I think just verdicts would watch again. Uh, Travis.
0: Uh, yeah, Ben watching.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Amy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Audie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay easy enough uh we want to hear from you guys out there in the world too if you would watch it again make sure you reach out to us on those days show on twitter and those were the days podcast on uh, at, at gmail uh with your thoughts on the show because we just love to hear it even though we've already recorded this thing i just want to chat and talk batman more because this is just uh, a really fun ride but uh so that's that's it for me but next week are we're being hosted by amy amy what are we watching uh for next Monday,
2: so uh I have picked for my pilot doogie hauser m d no, now yes. I, I will tell you, I have not rewatched this yet in preparation for the show, like I didn't vet this uh but- but as I am pretty far down the gifted child to dysfunctional adult track i this was a big <laughs> this was a big one for me when I was a kid, so <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty excited to go back. I'm fairly certain that my father does still refer to Neil Patrick Harris as Doogie Howser exclusively. That's kind of a demarcation. Definitely now. You can
0: tell how, yeah. how old Five someone is ago. by if they refer to him as Doogie Howser. Yeah.
2: He is Dr. Horrible when we all know it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was Doogie Howser for me for
3: a long, long time. time. Even Starship Troopers, I'm like that's Doogie Howser. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's gonna be good to see him in his prime. Actually, not his prime. I don't know what his prime is. He's pr- he's he always primed. Yeah, yeah. Nph yeah. is always now. White Castle gave him a boost that he needed yep. at the time. Yep. Once oh, you saw sure. him in Harold and Kumar, it was like, okay, that guy can do things. Where where's he at? Do you know he's got talent? Let's mm-hmm. Bring him back in. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm super pumped for that. That's gonna be an absolute blast. Again, if you want to be involved with the show and share your thoughts, you can always do so at those were the days podcast or those were today's show at gmail.com or those days. Wait, is it those were the days podcast? I've confused myself. Those, oh what's no. our email? Those were the
0: days show at gmail.com or on yeah. Twitter at at those days show.
3: Thank you, Travis. See, Travis there is the marketing professional around <laughs> here. He knows what's going on. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, We had a blast watching Batman. Looking forward to Doogie Hauser. And uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Have a great evening.